The whole gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and watch. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but we do not know how it is that now he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind, and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses. But as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Here's an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. 
We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to one who worships him and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born entirely in sin, and are you trying to teach us? And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have already seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sinned. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. That was a long one. <laughs> when Christopher and I were talking this week, we said, it's really weird that these lessons in year A of Lent, every single one has been really, really, really long stories. And to think about how do you preach in these stories, this one in particular, right, it was so chaotic. How many times did you say, and then he said, and then he did, and which key are we talking about? And, you know, the whole thing just feels almost like a comedy, right? Everybody's running around, and the guy just keeps saying, I was blind, and now I can see, so, like, I'm the one who's got the information, but everybody was running around trying to figure out what was going on, making all sorts of assumptions and just having their own turmoil about it. Right? It's just kind of a chaotic story. So in order to say something that you might have a little bite to take home with, I want us to go back to the beginning. You don't even remember what happened at the beginning, right? Because it just went on and on and on. But at the very beginning, Jesus was walking along with his disciples, his followers, his friends, the people who know him well. And he sees this man who's blind. And his disciples, those people, the people who know, right, or supposedly the people who are in the know, say, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Well, I'm pretty sure Jesus probably went, huh, really, you guys, really? This again? Remember the story of Job? Remember those friends who went to Job and said, what have you done wrong in your life that you are suffering like this? And then the whole book of Job is, is a story to tell us that that's not the way it works. But if we're honest, we still think that's the way it works, right? We still do. Something bad happens, we want to find somebody to blame. It's just human nature. 
even the disciples were doing it. So right at the beginning of the story, Jesus says, you're asking the wrong question. That's not the question. That's not the question. That's not how God works. In fact, this man who has a serious physical infirmity that he's had since birth, God is working in him and through him right now. God is working in him and through him right now in spite of his infirmity, in spite of his circumstances. God is present and working through him. So then there's this really cool part of the story. Again, I think the writer is brilliant, but this goes by so quickly you might miss it. So Jesus gets down and scoops up some dirt. Dirt. When have we heard stories about dirt? Well, back in the beginning, right? In Genesis, God makes the first human out of the dirt, the Adamah. We call him Adam. Makes the first human out of the dirt. So your ears should prick up when you hear something about dirt, right? And then Jesus, because he's a person at this point, he's got spit just like us, spits into the dirt, makes some mud, puts it on the guy's eyes. And then he says, now you go to this place, to this particular water of Siloam. I don't know where Siloam is. I didn't even look it up. But presumably the guy knew where it was. And he went and he washed. And then he could see. So again, your ears should perk up about water. And it's interesting, right, in the text that there's a little parenthesis and it says, Siloam, this means sent. S-E-N-T, sent. Why is that detail in there? Dirt and water. Our bodies, our baptism. All of that right there in those few lines in the story. This isn't a story about sin and who sinned and how bad it is to have things wrong with us or whatever. This is Jesus saying, oh my goodness, look at the power of God. This man wasn't healed, right, in the way that some of the other healing stories we have. Jesus could have just waved his hand and said, okay, you're not blind anymore. He didn't do that actually went through using the stuff, the dirt, his own spit, to make the mud, to remind us that this man is being recreated. Right? Recreated. And then when he goes and washes himself in the water, he's given new sight. He's given new life. In the same way that we are given new life through our baptism. In the same way that we are invited to wash off 
those little pieces of mud that are still kind of stuck on us, right? So that we too can be vehicles for God's mercy and grace and love and work in the world. So the question that I want you to take home from this story today is how, right now, right now, in your actual body, in this time, in this place, how is God working through you? Because Jesus tells us that this is happening all the time. No matter your circumstances, no matter your infirmities, no matter your age and stage, none of it. The power of God is working in each one of us right now. And there will be detractors, right? And people who will say, yeah, I don't know about that. Or, yep, that's my kid, but ask him. I don't really know what's going on. There'll be detractors, right? And there'll be people who ask questions. But the important question, just like the man who was born blind, throughout the thing, he just keeps going, I don't know what you guys, I don't really care what you guys think. This happened to me. God is working in me and has given me a new way to be, a new way to see. May it be so for each one of us. Amen.